I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Um, The most shocking probably moment in NBA history happened last week. The NBA season was cancelled. Not cancelled. Oh, well, postponed. Surely you've done the bare minimum. Suspended. No, it could be cancelled. Why would they cancel it? We'll get into it. It's time for Advanced Analytics. Okay, I've had a bad start to the podcast. (laughs) I've used the wrong frame. My name is Guy Williams. I'm joined by my brother, Paul Williams. Say hello. Well, you just said I was here. Yeah, no, but people need to figure out what your voice is, you idiot. Uh, this is my voice. Yeah, is that why we do? I never understood. That's why you do that because I thought all the time you could just be like, "Am my brother Paul?" Yeah, but, but you want to know who's right, who. That's okay. JT on JT's the mic voice. there. JT um, is is saying you're. This is JT. No, that's Paul. Hang on, it, my voice sounds different. We've been tricked <laughs> with a, a prankster in our midst. <laughs> We've been deceived. Um, we're going crazy. I'm going crazy anyway. I'm freaked out by the um, uh, physicalness of coronavirus. I don't think right. pe- people realise, A, people like, oh, it's just as bad as the flu. Have you all had the flu? The flu is so bad for a start. The flu's bad and kills people. Second so. of all, my partner can't get sick because she's got an autoimmune disease, so can't get cl- close to her, so that's a serious thing. Um, but then, JT, you were just mentioning that you're freaking out about the um, economic aspect as well yeah so i'm just of an age where i um gleefully skipped the last recession in 2008 and i yeah. just, just got the good news this one's meant to be worse so look out for that yeah it's like it's good that people aren't panicking but it's like i'm panicking yeah you're, you're panicking well, it's, how, good, uh, it's good that most people aren't panicking but there's, i'm uh, not panicking because you got no money <laughs> yeah no money nothing, no problems but, yeah <laughs> But I think people. Uh, I was thought it was more like hidden sandism. No, no, no. I think people don't realise that like people are like the stock market's down and they're like, oh, well, um, the the reserve banks are brutally cutting interest rates. You're like, that means something to some nerds that I don't know about, um, and people don't realise what's coming. Right. But I mean, I, when when your health always tops the economy, like people are gonna go crazy about the economy soon. But um, I'd right rather, now the health. I'd rather fifty great years than eighty so so years. <laughs> yeah, but you, you haven't got to 50 years yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you, you're asthmatic as well, so you must be a little bit worried about that. Sorry for revealing that. Oh, that's well, well, it's, might as well bloody share my medical file. We, <laughs> well, we can edit it out, but like asthmatic people have to be worried about the coronavirus, right? Yeah, I'm not that bad. Let's just say that I didn't even really, I'd forgotten I was an asthmatic until... I last week's pod. No, nah, last week's pod when I sounded like Muttley, you know, from Dick Dastardly. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I didn't even notice this. You're laughing, having a good time. I formerly, well, I was nicknamed Muttley once. I got quite obese. Oh, um, that's the I, saddest I'm a, story. I'm quite a small framed fellow, but um, I, I wouldn't say that you're a normal sized man. No, but I don't hold weight very well, and so um, I get very fat in the face. Oh. And I, for some reason, shaved my head—not skin, but I had like a number two. 
and I grew, I've got, I grown a real nice orange moustache. <laughs> and I was not working for some reason that summer, so I wore this satin um, multicolored waistcoat around a lot. What? <laughs> What? Wait. Yeah. You weren't working. Nah. And so you wore so a set. So if, 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 if you guys don't know JT, he wears he wears nerd um cool hipster glasses. Nerdcore off. Nerdcore eyes. Nerdcore. He's got a he's got a um he's got an on trend haircut. Probably owns some Birkenstocks in our No, right? I hate Birkenstocks. Oh well, you might you the, mi- the Wellington Jandal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you 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 own it. You're wearing a Fila hoodie right now. You yeah. get in the vibe. Like he's 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 on trend. He's in the ballpark. I'm a cool dude. He's closer than I am anyway. And there's a time where you wore a silk vest. Ah, uh, satin. I think I'll just correct you on this. Satin, well, okay, satin how silk. did this exist? And was this before or after you met your wife? Like, what? Just tell me the. How's this? What's going on? Ah, uh, this was actually. Oh, that harkens back to the original uh, Blade New Zealand pilot, which we've discussed on this this podcast. Yeah. Let's just say I don't know. But I was between gigs. I don't know, maybe, and I thought. <laughs> How often? Because do you ever think? Have you ever thought in your life, waistcoats are cool? No. I um, when <laughs> I was about thirteen, I had a wo- a woolen vest, not the same. Oh, dang! But um, not even close to a waistcoat though. That's ridiculous. You wear a, no, a, 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 it's collared shirt under. No, it? just like a t-shirt and a, and a cool satin waistcoat, shorts. How old Far were you? Out, that's weird. Oh. Mid twenties. Were, okay, like, were you old. into like fin- fantasy or science fiction or something? No, I just was like into having a fun time. Oh, well, good on you, man. And that's why we have you on the podcast. Um, it's time for the Week in Review. Week in Review. Okay, so if you haven't heard the news, I've got some bad one. There's a, there's <laughs> Don't a check. If you haven't heard the news, <laughs> do yourself a favour. Don't check for the next like six to nine months <laughs> or maybe five years. Yeah. Um, well, I, I was thinking more basketball term, but we'll go to the start. There's a, um, a there's global a virus. pandemic happening. And um, the NBA has... Um, suspended its games, and um, they reckon the the suspension will happen for at least 30 days, but now they're pushing it out to um, June, maybe July, until it returns. But, like, realistically, the way America is looking like they're getting hit, it could be much longer than that. So, um, I don't listen to basketball podcasts. As you know, I'm a purist for advanced analytics. But I heard Brian Windhorst on Peter Kafka's uh, Recode Decode podcast. And whoa, whoa. Yeah, so, I'm a media head. So yeah. okay, okay, okay. So Brian Windhorst is the basically the guy, the LeBron super fan. But he's like top. He's no, nah, no. Nah, he's top tier ESPN. He hasn't been the LeBron guy since Miami. But top tier ESPN. Like he'd be top. He'd be top three. It'd the cream be, of the crap pile. Like who? Who's your boat? Uh the one that does the jump, Rachel McNichols. Nichols. And he, Brian. Windhorst I don't think to, any of the people at ESPN are good. I mean, Zach. Lowe's I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying they're the top stars. It would go like. McNichols, Low, Windhorse. What about Wojnarowski? Uh, he's sort of different. What about Stephen A. Smith? Now he's on Fox, isn't he? What about he? Shannon? No, he's ESPN. Skip Bayless? Yeah, no, he's Fox. <laughs> really? Skip what about um, Jalen Rose? Like this is crazy. Talk nah, Jalen Rose is different. But players are in a different he's, tier. he's a major NBA reporter. So what I'm saying is, but Windhorse is in the tier of true reporters that are like at the top. Yeah, well, but by that Not you mean like LeBron chooses to tweet him when he texts him when he wants to release something. Nah, you know? Do you know the story? No, tell me the story. So, um, Brian Windhorse was only a couple of years older than LeBron. Well, is currently. They're both still aging. The same age. Yeah. Aging uh, the so, same and it, they went to the same school. Didn't know each other. But his, Brian Windhorse's mum taught LeBron. So, somehow he knew. So, he was working part-time at some Ohio paper and knew that this like LeBron was awesome. And so, begged the paper to let him cover his high school games. And then got a full-time job in LeBron's last year. And then, luck, by pure luck... LeBron got drafted um, to the Cavs, and so he became the beat reporter, and that was still like the last years of having 
sort of beat reporters that if he's been one of the story and LeBron did half the time just pay him to write it. Yeah. And and then he moved followed him to the Heat and then at the Heat he was like, No, I'm gonna make my own go my own way LeBron. No, no, I'm pretty sure he followed him back to Cleveland. I... And then now he's in LA doing T V in LA, aka where LeBron is. Yeah, but super interesting. He lives somewhere real remote and does, and just flies in and most of it is done virtually on a backdrop in his own house. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, he said. So he said on this podcast. So that even whoa, that, whoa, so, whoa. so that points whoa. even closer. What? Levels of volume unprecedented. Okay, well, I, I'm just saying that points even closer. The fact that he lives in an isolated cabin, it really points to the <laughs> fact that his whole journalism career is just getting texts from LeBron. Yeah, you do feel like he's just waiting out to write the autobiography. Yeah, we've probably already no, typed just, most you, of it. As long as you have the internet. You're no, 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 that's not true at all. You've got to do like actual on-the-ground beat reporting. That's the problem is everyone thinks they can be a journalist now because of the internet and it can lead you wrong in so many ways, He's, right? he's doing well. That's why this podcast is so well. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no delusions of grandeur. Sorry, I interrupted your story though. Continue. Uh, yeah, so Brian went, so that was the recorded before the announcement but was released the day of. And Windhorse was like, so this is before way before, he's like, there's no way the season continues. But he said that basically they don't mind that much about the team not playing the regular season because they've already got they've already cashed the check. They don't have to refund anything. You just miss out on the gate. Yeah. But the playoffs aren't like if you don't play the playoffs, you don't get the TV money. Yeah. So they'll be desperately trying to play them even if it's to empty stadiums. But also just for the sake of the like you got to finish the season. Uh, what do you reckon for a fantasy? Just out of complete unbiased interest, if say you're in a fantasy final and you're <laughs> and you're leading six three on the day of suspensions. <laughs> How many days did you have to go in your final? Oh, so only would have been like, what, mm, less than a week to go? Oh, it was this week, right? You or, had a week. Oh, I don't know. When no, was last, your fantasy season end? No, no. It would have ended today. So, so, wow. that's, so there was only like four days to go. Well, it, yeah. Here's so, what I'll say. The guy in my league is trying to claim that because he was the one seed. He nah, wins, nah, nah, it's nah. Like, here's the thing. Every other year, I've finished I've, one seed. Uh, well, top three. And I've cared about regular season. This year, I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to make the playoffs. All I need to do is just try and be ready for the come playoffs. playoff time. Yeah. And so that's just ludicrous. So I'm not saying this just because this is my specific circumstance, but I was the number two seed and I'm winning 6-3 with days to go. Yeah. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. I think finish it out. <laughs> well, the other option was that 100 free throws win it takes all IRL. Oh, well, that's obviously your suggestion. No, it wasn't, fine enough, but I think I'm being... You've got to do that. So what, you I've guys have a free throw conversation? Yeah, I've accepted. We're going to live stream it. What? That's exciting yeah. news for the podcast. Yeah, That's great. Maybe so you, you could decide um, your fantasy league final with a free throw competition. Yeah. Maybe you guys could come down and live contact yeah, I'd be it. Really, I'd be real keen. Yeah, uh-huh. that's amazing. Could What's you, happening? Could you rebound as well? I've got so much spare time. The Melbourne Comedy Festival just cancelled. I've got Oh, uh, so yeah, I saw that. That's a shame, mate. Well, I mean, we're the, I'm the least victim of anyone in the mm. world, probably. But um, yeah, I'd be, I'd, now I'll, I'll commentate a free throw competition. Heck yeah, that sounds awesome. Perfect. Um, Swings and roundabouts. This is huge, though. Am I right? The NBA has been postponed. Could be for a year. Um, Premier League is gone. I, I, I mean, I, obviously, this is huge. We will talk about... Uh, we will talk. Someone else should talk about the economic impact and the um, impact on the world's health because it's that's a disaster. But just from a sports perspective and from my selfish perspective, my main hobby is sports. Like, that's me. Like, I'm watching basketball almost every day. We do a podcast... Um, I now got massive into... I watch any sport. I watch rugby, um, cricket, anything. But um, I got huge this year into um, the um, Europa League, also the Champions League, obviously, the Premier League relegation battle with Aston Villa. Um, I got into Inter Milan, 
playing in the um, the runoff in the Serie A. Like every, I was watching sport like twenty four seven every morning, every evening. All I listened to was basketball podcasts. And now that world has just disappeared. I was actually worried two weeks ago that I was too into sport. And now, kind of luckily, because I was like, I should take a year off or something. It's that decision's been made for me. So it's kind of sad, but at the same time, it's kind of I think this is possibly healthy. Yeah, you're the only person seeing a silver lining and. <laughs> No, I, I think no, because those people, those people who are going nuts on the internet and stuff, like no soccer for the weekend or something like that. So like, this clearly unhealthy, and this probably yeah. something you need to do. Uh, so I, to me, it was more. Sc- it just makes everything seem scarier. It's not so much not having the sport because you deal with that for three months of the year anyway. But yeah. it just makes it seem so much scarier. Yeah. Well, thank, I also think touch I wood think, that New Zealand has not been. I don't think a sport yet. addiction is a bad thing. Ooh. If you're gambling. Ooh. Well, Paul, how do you feel? The the NBA has been cancelled. How are you taking it, man? Uh, not well. Why not? When you, when you're fueled by pure magic, <laughs> yeah. and that magic gets taken away. <laughs> when T. Ross is out there three mm. weeks in a row, blazing on. What's what's his nickname? Yeah. Flame on. Without the human, human torch, aka T. Ross thirty one, or without the human torch, life is very dark. There's no. It's <laughs> a lot of darkness. What, what is, what's what does T. Ross do? Is it called Flame On? Blame, blaze On? The Human Torch, but then Flame On. Flame On, yeah. 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 He gets out there and just flames. Why doesn't he flame on from the start? Why would he ever be turning it on? What, what, oh, no, it's usually like, kind of when he makes his first shot. It's like, let Flame On. But I'm saying, like, he should turn Flame On before <laughs> so he never misses the first shot. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a good point. <laughs> Maybe you can work on that on the... Off season, so it's this just it. it's just kind of crazy that it's gone away completely. And obviously, they can't. This must be like a billions of dollars at stake here. So um, obviously, these leagues have not they've done the right thing. And and it's quite a, quite interesting that um, kind of like the American government has been criticised for being slow to react. Um, and as people like the NBA, like literally go to NBA.com and they have advice on washing your hands on the front page. Mm. It's quite interesting that they are like corporations are in some cases doing the right thing. Um, but let's start at the beginning. Um, the outrage and the backlash against Rudy Gobert. For people who don't know, he um, the day before the coronavirus broke out amongst the NBA, he was comically touching all the reporters' microphones as a joke when he finished a press conference. Rumours were he was walking around doing jokes with other players, like touching them in the locker room. Donovan Mitchell is apparently a germaphobe, according to another reporter who did a story with him one time. And he's time. not happy, says Instagram post. I, I did not. I did not see that. But we'll get there. But yeah, the point okay. is, Rudy Gobert was the first victim in the NBA, and he was doing this joke, and that backfired incredibly badly to the point where too badly because as the internet always goes, you you knee jerk the too much the other way where people were hating on him too far. I mean, he's an idiot, but I mean that's his only being an idiot is not illegal, um, and, and and he should be he should be chastised for it, but um, not um, who was it? The I kind of don't think he should. Yeah, I think don't feel like he needs chastising. That's why. That's why I just said. No, you said he should be chastised. Oh, I, right? I mean, I shouldn't. I oh, don't right. say the yeah, NT. Okay. Yeah, what a I mean very is, key part of that word. Yeah, there was um, uh, Matt Barnes was saying he should get like street justice or get beaten up or something oh like that. Oh my god! And uh, for doing a good gag. No. <laughs> if doing a good gag is a crime, then lock me up. It is annoying gag though when people joke about being sick or something like that. I just, it's not cool at the moment. I reckon. If you're a forty-year-old, um, if you're a forty-year-old plus adult and a sort of celebrity, you shouldn't be using the word street justice. 
Oh, um, as to be honest, rule. to be honest, as is soon that, as I said, that, I don't think that was his words. <laughs> right. I think I added that he said he should get a beating or something like that. Right. I can't. I'm sorry. I said street justice. So much is probably classy. a racist, racist. So let's just move on from this. <laughs> as soon as I said street justice, is like shouldn't have said that. I hope no one assumes that I said that. And you call me out for it. It's so annoying. But yeah. So sorry to what you were saying, um, JT. You're like Donovan Mitchell now is responding poorly to this. Uh, yeah, got I've, got, I've got the Instagram got post it. here. Um, Spider Mitch. Yeah, Spider Mitchell. Thanks to everyone who has been reaching out since hearing the news about my positive test. We're all learning more about the seriousness of the situation and hopefully people can continue to educate themselves and realize that they need to behave responsibly both for their own health and for the well-being of those around them. I appreciate the authorities, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to keep following the advice of the medical staff and hope that we can all come together and be there for each other to be and fair, our neighbours. I, I don't think it's that bad for Mitchell to be taking shots at Gobi. So like, he was an idiot. Yeah, but apparently he was. it wasn't so much a press conference, but Gobbler was being um, a real uh, jerk in the locker room. Like, after he was diagnosed, still was yeah. being all over the place. Oh, after touching, he was diagnosed. Or maybe when he was sick, but hadn't been diagnosed, COVID was like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, really yeah. The goat. Massive idiot. And it couldn't have come at a worse time for Rudy Gobert either. If it was LeBron James, you'd do it. You're like, LeBron James is known for more than this. And his career will go on and it'll be just a blip like his Hong Kong thing. It's going to be a blip. The Hong Kong thing was bad, don't get me wrong. But this, it'll, it'll pass, right? Um, for better or worse. Um, in this case, Rudy Gobert's stock of the last month was tanking. Like, he was all of a sudden, he'd gone from being... Um, front runner and defensive player of the year and like a, a, a key part of the jazz to a scapegoat for them not doing as well as they should have. Um, someone who's getting a bit exploited by small ball and a, and a one-dimensional player who can't play offense at all. And so it couldn't have come to a weird time. People First one-time All-Star? People already... already, already First-time All-Star? This year? Yeah. But that might be like... Because he missed out last year and cried, When you say right? can't play offense, are you counting all those awesome screen, screen assists per game? Yeah. <laughs> the, the greatest player in basketball? My point is, Rudy, people are hating on Rudy Gobert. I, ha- I hate this. this could be the end of Rudy Gobert. What? Well, like he's going to see... Like, well, no, no, no. This is just, he's going to die? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's Do you remember a guy called Paul? So Paul is, for people who don't, just explain what Paul's doing in the room. Paul's on his computer, like, just, like, constantly Googling. I'm on Rudy Gobi. No, I'm on Rudy Gobi's Instagram. When he hears something. alive? Uh, <laughs> according to this. No, yeah. when, when, um, when, when something comes up, which the first thing that came up for Paul, which was about 10 minutes in, was the mention of fantasy basketball. He popped his head up to throw out his league. <laughs> and then again, I just said a slightly good touch just thing about Rudy Gobi. All I'm saying is, Ro- um, was it Roy Hibbert? Remember that guy? Mm. Yeah, not the same. Not a the little same. bit similar. No, wasn't he? I don't a defensive to... specialist who got found out by small ball and kicked out of the NBA. Rudy Gobert, at the start of this year, you're like, he's a franchise player. They're going to give him $30 million a year. I think his contract comes up next year, right? Now, all of a sudden, his value's at like $20 million a year. And, um, and they're like... But they're like, he's a key part of the Jazz cornerstone, right? And you, you, you're built around him, so you've got to stick with it. Now, he's got tension with the star of the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell. He could be out at the end of the next year. And then where does he go? Who, who, who wants this guy? Who's Ma- playing I'd have him in Orlando. Oh, okay. Well, the, the, okay, the Magic have no salary cap space, right? Because they're paying all their money to Vucevic. And, and they've got Bamba and Isaac. Well, you get the Magic, the last thing they need is You can move center. some stuff. No, move Vucevic. Okay. For Go Beer. Well, okay. Yes, well, please. He, he, yeah. <laughs> That's what you want to do in Magic. Just just get rid of a little shooting. You just want to concentrate on all defense. Long boys. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, but I think you know, you'll find we've got the number one offense since All-Star break. That's right. Number really? one, baby. 
That's it. A real fact. That's a real fact. Oh, I don't know what kind of ra- rating, uh, offensive rating Wait, it is. <laughs> is this number one offensive rating. Is this per 36 minutes? Or this is legit. Is this fantasy basketball This offense? is legit. And like, this is the biggest... Was this statistic published sh- on pages? <laughs> this is... Uh, like word. It's on Word. Yes, whoever's listening to this, remember Paul's previous stats are... <laughs> DJ Augustine is the best point guard in the NBA. Not what I said. Um, Mo Bamba is an all-star per 36 minutes. <laughs> and um, what was your one last week? Um, oh, okay, okay. No, you had a, re- had a really good one about a magic coach that's lost lots. <laughs> anyway. I can't remember that. Anyway, Paul, the um, stat of the week, again, I just I don't trust it until I hear someone other than Paul saying it or see it on it. Like, What website are you getting that from? Uh Oh, I'll find it. So the real um, victims here are the streaking Orlando Magic. Three wins on the on yeah. the trot, and now suddenly they're saying, "Oh, no more games." It's time. Is it time right about that time for the stars to roll on out? Um. Yeah. Wait. I just need to find this. Um. This is this stat. segment going at, going ahead? <laughs> it's time <laughs> right about that time for the stars to roll on out. Well, watching you work that trackpad and your eyes starting, it's like an early 90s hacker movie. <laughs> well, how many tabs have you got open? Oh, yeah, uh, too many. It's, um, but, uh, oh, we're, we're teams traditional, we need teams advanced. What a shocking start to the segment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to get this stat. You really threw me in the deep end as I was trying to find a stat. Well, you pulled out the craziest stat. And, like, yeah, I, I told JT last week, I put him on notice. Bring a couple of references. Okay, offensive Ooh, rating okay. since All-Star break. It's only been 10 games. That's just a good sample, though. Uh, n- n- number five, Miami Heat. They've got some white guys who can shoot. Yeah, and they've been, they've been hot. And they've yeah. got, um, you know... Who is that guy, Duncan Robinson? Yeah, he's crazy. Okay, Portland Trailblazers. They've got, uh, you know, a bunch of offensive Well, they're guys. going terrible, though. They've they? got bad defense, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, the 76ers is a surprise. Embiid out. Um, but Al, they've unleashed Al Horford I'm from my fantasy to, I'm team. trying to rack my brain and think, what is offensive rating good? Because this doesn't seem like good company to be in. <laughs> yeah. Like Blazers are terrible. The Sixers are dying. No, let's keep going. LA Clippers. Yeah, that's a good team. Yeah, okay. Yes. Number two. Paul stared me out when he said that fact. <laughs> and <laughs> number yeah, one, on, the Orlando Magic. Yeah, congrats, Orlando Magic. Um... But amazingly, defense, our defensive rating has actually fallen off. Well, when you're when you're flaming on, yeah, you don't need to defend. Gotta, yeah. Yeah. It's really fallen off, man. What's up with the defense? I feel like uh, yeah, it might we might have increased our pace. I reckon. So the you, pace be, you, we're be, okay, you beat three teams in a row. Who were they? Uh, man, it feels like a lifetime. The Rockets, ago. Um, the Timberwolves, the Rockets, and the Grizzlies, maybe. That's all right. Grizzlies are a good yeah. player. That's a team That's, a, cu- that's a couple of playoff teams. I can't actually remember. It feels I mean, especially lucky. by the Magic uh, standards. That's now, I haven't heard... We've heard around, a lot around the NBA, pool of teams and players um, supporting the staff who work in the arena and stuff like that. Now, the Magic famously have some of the biggest dickhead owners in the world, the owners of Amway and um, members of the um, Trump administration. The Amway family? What are they called again? The, um, is Amway like the... Is that DeVos. Like a, the DeVos family. Uh, it's a pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme yeah. yeah. They, they run yeah. Paul's Basel team. If only they ran that like a pyramid scheme. How would you run the Magic like a pyramid scheme, eh? Like you would have to um, get players to recruit other players? Or just start loads of G League teams. 
get tons of jolly jolly teams but you can feed into. Yeah, you constantly sign idea. teams. It's not a bad idea. Um, we've um, our, us fa- Magic fans have named the uh, the Amway Centre the Pyramid as <laughs> as as a nod to Amway. A true, but um, sadly, it is not shaped like a pyramid. That'd be so cool if it was. Yeah, it should be. Um, they really missed a, the, a trip. The Grizzlies, um, when they first moved to Memphis, played in um, a stadium famously called the Pyramid, which was a really yeah. Um, there's a time in the in the early '90s where pyramid architecture was all the rage. Also, the um, Pyramid Hotel in Las Vegas, also in Egypt, and Egypt that was yeah allegedly <laughs> that one too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> every time you put allegedly in, it makes hey, me worry. Hey, so quick question. You know what would be? Oh, not question. Statement. Idea. You know what would be cool? You know that um, crazy Disneyland basketball hoop you told me about. And Space Mountain. Oh yeah, it's no, it's inside um, the Matterhorn. The Matterhorn. They should have made Matter. They should have like made a giant Matterhorn around the Orlando Magic Stadium. That would be such mm. a good idea. Or a, or a castle. That. Quite a lot of paper mache though. Um, uh, so Paul, I've got to ask you this, right? Um, every NBA team has like had players come out and say, "I'm going to donate money." Zion famously pledged to. Himself, which is crazy because he's only on a and he's got a big contract with Nike, but he's on a rookie contract and he's pledged to pay all the wages of all the arena staff for the rest of the year, regardless of whether there's games or not. Has anyone of the Magic reached out with any sort of love? Yes. Oh, that's uh, good. So Mo Bamba. I'm pleasantly surprised. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. He can't be on a lot of money either. He's like a rookie who's not marketable. He's very much. That wasn't supposed to be a shot. I, I just meant like Zion has a huge Nike contract. Yeah, Mo biggest Bamba. song of the year last year, Mo Bamba. No, it was not. And biggest um, song of the year. It was a SoundCloud song. Um, does was Mo not, Bamba have was a released. sponsorship? Mo Bamba wasn't involved. Um, this is Mo Bamba is Under Armour. He's oh, like, he bitch. went on a tour with him and Steph Curry That's to China a real red or whatever. Flag. Uh, no, yeah. no, he's the face of the franchise. Not a joke at all. When, Steph Curry. when I asked this. Was Mo Bumper associated with the song? Other than name, was he like? Yeah, he's um friends with uh, the artist Sheck West. Yeah. Um, What's the artist's name? Sorry. Sheck West. Oh, right. Um, okay, here's the tweet from Mo Bamba. There's 250 plus Orlando Magic teammates of mine behind the scenes. At, That's nice. I'll call them. Yeah. Uh, at Amway Center, and they always got my back, win or lose. <laughs> so you oh star shooting star emoji. So <laughs> you can bet I got theirs. Games or no games? Clapping emoji, money back emoji. Hashtag magic above all. Hashtag pay it forward. Then he's post. He's tagged Jonathan Isaac and Mark Alfaltz. Wow. And there's a photo of the outside, the entrance to the Amway Center, a.k.a. the Pyramid. I knew Faltz he'd be coming through. And a photo of um, Stuff patting a security guard on the back. Stuff the mascot. Here's the thing, Marco and Jonathan haven't said anything. And there's but no I mention of money. Like, I assume he, they're in on what, it. He just says he's going to chip some money in. I like that. I like that. I, th- I find it weird they're all saying, I'm giving $100,000. It's just weird. I think it's weird. What do you Might mean? Might be weird? some tax thing. It, well, it's, no, it's, it's something like a competition. Where they're all like 100k, well, it's, it's, and then one person, um, but one person was like 150k. I, I, fa- I find charity awkward, right? And don't get me wrong. Don't get nah, me wrong. I'm into this. You're into the players giving? No, no, I feel awkward about heaps of charity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and so, so with NBA players in general, and don't get me wrong, they're doing more than I do. They're they're um, wonderful people, and and I'm sure most of them, their hearts in the right place. But there's something a bit weird about every time an NBA player signs a contract. For a start, it's already awkward that everyone knows how much they get paid. Like mm. you can Google it, whereas no one knows how much I get paid. No one knows how much most people get paid, right? So they instantly, especially if you're in a small town, 
say you're in Oklahoma City, and all of a sudden they're like, this guy who just prances around on a basketball court for a living has got a contract that's worth $30 million. You know, there's a little ne- a negative jealousy there. So what they do, every player, as soon as they sign that contract, they immediately announce, I'm also starting a foundation, and it's always my name foundation, the Guy Williams Foundation, and it's this weird... Why would you start your own charity like nah, that? Nah, so, so I think that's a tax. So I think that is genuinely a tax thing, as well as doing some And good. a PR thing as well, PR right? Thing, yeah. Because like everyone's like pissed off, especially if you're in a state where they don't pay state tax or something like that. You're like a little bit pissed off. Yeah. And it's a way to like lessen the blow. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure a lot of their hearts in the right place. What Zion has done is crazy because he's giving so much or or But his one just seems like I like the I like this round of charities the best example where they're like they know the people directly mm. and they're just like I'm just going to give them money. Yeah. Where it, but what I found really interesting was when so Mark Cuban obviously was the first guy to come first one to say I'll hook it up basically. Yeah, he's going to pay all the staff. But yeah. the fact that as you say Zion really generous, but the person that owns that team has yeah. like billions of dollars. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they should be doing something. Well, well yeah. that's, that's that's an awkward element, but there's also... I, also, there's I liked also the Hornets came out today and they said, we're not individually doing it. As a team, we're not going to disclose how much each person's giving. As a team, we're doing it. That's quite good. I especially, especially because some players in the NBA are not rich. Well, they're, they're, mm. they're rich compared to the normal person, but compared to what you think an NBA player is. Like, there's a lot of guys in the NBA who are on um, less than a million dollars a year, which is crazy money, but, but not also, crazy money to... Yeah, but then it's away. split over the it's pro also, and you get and there's tax it's not like you get it all at the start. I do like yeah. that that they're all coming out so you can compare each person's donation. Yeah. Shout out Jeremy Lin, who currently not in the NBA, playing in China, had already pledged one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in China, mm. and he he did a, a further one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to the United States Fund for UNICEF, and he quoted Tupac while he did it. Um, but so he's he's. He's putting up numbers. No, well, Zion, just to get to Zion, because Zion seems very generous. Zion, to me, seems like... Because a lot of these ones, I'm worried some of them feel a bit pr Like, a few of them, their Instagram picture is a bit too nice. I could be wrong. I could be wrong here. But they're really getting a lot out of it for their 100 grand. Like, okay, this, I sound awful here. Nah, I hear what you're saying. Maybe I'm wrong. But Kevin Love, right? He earns $30 million a, a year. They're, they owe. They, I mean, I know there's tax and management stuff comes out of that, but like he's he's owed by the team 120 million dollars. He is an awful player who's never going to live up to that contract, and he nailed it by being the first person to do it and the most publicised. He pays a hundred thousand dollars, which is a huge, more than maybe I'll ever give in my lifetime. Who knows, right? But um, it just seems a little bit. A little bit weird. He's got this amazing Instagram post where he's got all the workers around him, and then he's posting the Obama quote because Obama shout out to him and a whole lot of people. Like he's got way more than a hundred thousand dollars with a PR. Maybe I'm evil for saying this. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems a little bit PR-y to me. Like his management has gone, "Hey, this would be a good move," mm-hmm. and he now for a hundred thousand dollars, it was a really good investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, At the I same agree. time, when someone's giving money. So you know what I have an issue with? Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. you know when? So earlier in the season. The Clippers, with, when Kaiwai signed, the Clippers did the thing where they gave backpacks to school kids full of, like, they were, like, Clippers-branded yeah. Kaiwai backpacks. And I just thought, the amount of money of force on that event, yeah. those backpacks, all the people involved. Yeah. And then so I started, it was, like, so stupid. So I started reading up on it, right, and there's heaps of uh, literature around how it's just, like, paternalism, and you basically don't trust the people to spend the, the money, money they right. need, so yeah. you buy them a backpack. Yeah. Which, yeah, kids need a backpack, but you could probably get one 
for five dollars. You're also um, marketing to those children. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's quite strange. I, I've been I've talked about the dodgy charities that I've been involved in in the past. Where I've been on charity shows, and my fee alone is like more than what we gave to the charity in the mm. end. Basically, is what it was. I'm not saying I was highly paid. I'm just saying what they ended up giving to the charity was pittance, and it was for a TV show that sold ads and made you know a lot of money. Um, uh, but Zion is 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 the jewel in the rough here. He's new to the NBA. He's new to money. He, the guy's 19 years old, and he just came out and said. I'm going to pay for all the staff by myself, like what the, some of the owners have done, and that's going to add up to like over two million dollars. There's two hundred fifty thousand dollars a game that's missing. That could, and that's ten. I games thought he was left. only going to do it for a month. Oh well, a month is probably ten games. No, no, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm not saying that's not heaps still, but it, it's estimated it could be over two million dollars. Yeah, and I'm good like, on him. Part of, no, but part of it must be like, I did a great thing, I feel good in my heart. And then a part of him the next week must be like, man, I should have just pledged 100 grand like everyone else. Yeah, why did I have a giant, a, like a two litre, one, like one gallon Slurpee? But good on him. Wait, wait, what was the, what was the Slurpee? Oh, what, why did you take go so big? Yeah, yeah those frozen, um, one, what are they called? Uh, I zoned out, I was reading. What? Those frozen drinks, I had uh, one I had one Slurpee? on the way to the game on, in New Orleans. You go down this, like, this, like, this party street and there's like frozen yeah. Frozen liquor. Vegas place. is full of them as well. Just yeah. huge, big Slurpees, but they're full of alcohol as well. Right, right. Yeah. Slushy. Sl- a slushy, that's it. Yeah, yeah a good one. Um, I wanted to say, I feel like coronavirus has really highlighted a little bit, well, just in a couple of instances, which franchises are good franchises. Yeah. So here's the thing. Agreed. The first thing I heard about the NBA, well, the fir- one of the first dominoes to fall was Golden State saying they were going to play it with no crowds. Mm. That was one of the first things at least I saw before any sort of um, Rudy Gobert news. Then, uh, also Golden State have come out and said, Golden State Warriors ownership players and coaches will contribute a million dollars to disaster relief for their employees. Yeah. So it's like, that seems kind of professional. That's like everyone. Yeah. Then um, when the teams got together, the meet, the owners and were like, what should we do? Everyone was like, stop or whatever or at least not have fans yeah and the one team who weren't were the Knicks who were like yeah. we'll just yeah. keep going it'll Go be down. fine it, it, it is <laughs> I think it, I think it is a rumour but I could believe that was true because the same thing came out about um, Fratetta in, um, in Houston oh, I believe that who was complaining about the loss of revenues to his um, businesses including the Bubba Grump Gump Shrimp Company <laughs> The worst business. Do you know I went to Hong Kong recently and I went up to the beautiful... Okay, not recently enough that I was there. When they <laughs> yeah, you know, you after, got that look. <laughs> uh, it was during the protest, which was bad, and I saw some kids getting arrested. It was horrifying, really. Because Anyway, let's get it, another story for another day. Um, but I went up to the big tower. This is well before the crown at coronavirus. Look out over the city that you go up. You know, everyone goes up the cable car. And I got up there and um, you get up to the top of Hong Kong, um, part of China, and up the top there, they've got a Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. And you're like, that is visual pollution. Like, at the top of the, the mountain there, overlooking Hong Kong. And it's like, who would go to that? But it's full of people. And he also owns the second worst restaurant behind the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company, which is um, the uh, uh, Rainforest Cafe. That's an inc- yeah. classy establishment. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree. Um, so I don't really understand. So I walked past the Rainforest Cafe. It's just a shitty-themed um, restaurant with, like, animatronic... Crocodiles in it. That's a wonderful experience. Sounds, the environment. That sounds awesome. No, nah, it's not awesome. The animatronics part. Oh, well, they're, oh, they're not that good. They're not like Disneyland styles. They're just like, maybe like, like a... Puppet, like motorized puppets. Yeah, I don't think they... Okay, I might even... Okay, I might even lie about the animatronic. They're just a big... They've got like a statue of a, um, 
a crocodile in there. I have vague memories. Fish been, tank? It has a fish tank? Would it have been around when I was a kid? Because I have vague memories of going to a yeah, magical yeah, place. Yeah, definitely. If you went to um, Disneyland, there'd be one outside Disneyland. Stuff yeah. like that. It's a, it seems like a scam to me. But anyway, that's what Fratetta owns. And he was annoyed at his loss of business not thinking about his own staff and stuff like that. Um, can I give a shout out to everyone hates Dan Gilbert, the owner of the cabs. But he took care of his guys eventually, which is quite um, stuff. Yeah, which but is quite then he's nice. probably going to shaft them on che- like those money on those um, loan sharks. Yeah. As he's a loan shark. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, I thought Cuban, Cuban really say what you will about Cuban, but I like that that put a serious heat on everyone by I, coming saying it like straight after the game. I don't think I think everyone agrees that Cuban's a great owner. I don't think anyone Chris like people, people when people hate him, they hate him because he's like a loud mouth and a bit that's of. That's what a, I'm saying. You, off. But we love him for that as well. Yeah, but not everyone loves Cuban. Oh, why would people not like him? I think he. A lot of people think he's like a one-eyed complainer and is too like visible. Nah, you got to have a few like him. I, I like him. I think. Chandler I, Parsons. I think all owners. I like a. I like a visible owner. Yeah. Yeah. I like a Steve Barmer. And that's and that's. Oh, I love Cuban. Steve Barmer doing that dunk is the greatest thing. I haven't the, seen it. When he have you not seen it? No. So um, when he's you know how excited he is. Yeah. So he you know that eagle that bald eagle that's his mascot like that's his design. Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. Yeah. The Clippers mascot. No, nah, it's, it's awesome. The ugliest mascot. Nah, it's I didn't so, actually realize it was an eagle. I thought it was a, a bald eagle. That's so cool. He designed it though. I like it now that I found so, he designed it. So he was so excited when they debuted the eagle, whose name is Chuck, which is a great name, Chuck the Condor. <laughs> yeah. Um, is and, it an eagle? Yeah, Condor's a type of... Oh, Condor sounds like... So what are you saying? He drew, like are you saying he drew it like on a piece of paper? No, no, no. Oh, this is where I should have... I, okay, mea culpa, no sources on any of this. <laughs> but there is one source, the old eyeballs. So I saw that when that um, mascot... I think it was this game. But anyway, that so um, Bama comes out to, and they bring the mini tramp out to do a dunk. And he's like pretty old. And he just he charges at it. And misses like so close to missing the mini tramp, like like inches away from like stacking it, and almost misses it and just gets it. And like, oh, it was one of the. He was so pumped. He makes like, the dunk. He makes the dunk. Oh, that's awesome! And was so pumped. It looked like you know how ready gets. It looks like he's about to die. Like yeah. his head's gonna pop off. Yeah, but to be fair, I would be I would be like that too because um, a mini tramp d- dunk in front of eighteen thousand people is a daunting thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're his age and, and he's in bad shape as well. Like, it's Terrible. not easy completion. One of my favorite segments, and I haven't seen many NBA teams do this since, and maybe they like banned it because I thought it was great. I can't remember if it was Dallas or what. But one team was like, have a go. You know how they have the dunk team and they're like quite skillful. And <laughs> they had just like fan have a go. And they just have like a bunch of overweight guys from the crowd who weren't even just axing themselves. <laughs> and it was like thoroughly good entertainment. Hey? Like bring that back. I'm sorry to be an a-hole about it, Paul, just to get back to that charity aspect. And you're like, they're giving money, so that's good. I just want to say quickly, while was just before we move on from um, Mag- Chuck, the Con- no, Chuck the Condor. Yeah. Um, Kanye West once tweeted, Steve Barmer, can I please redesign the Clippers mascot <laughs> in regard to Chuck the Condor? <laughs> what, type of, um, what type of bird is, Condor, is Chuck the Condor? Oh, Condor, obviously. Is that a type of bald eagle? <laughs> what uh, type of bird is Chuck the Condor? <laughs> um, good question. Condor, wait, Condor bird. Okay. Why are you saying that? Just from my <laughs> point, though. No, this is important. I, I, I've been doing stand-up about this recently. I'm sceptical of chair. I'm not going to do this. It's a vulture. I was right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm, that really hurts. Well, is that the Clippers uh, maybe feasting on the bones of... Um, uh, like but I think it's probably just a bird. But I felt like the bald eagle was like it's like a Californian bird. Like the Clippers swooped in and they got the bones of the they picked the bones of the Oklahoma City Thunder and they went to Toronto and picked the bones of the Toronto. The Raptors. California condor, currently restricted in the western coastal mountains, 
There's nothing boring. I shouldn't have started reading that. Sorry. But just back to my charity right, let's point. Work, let's workshop this bit. I'm sorry. Well, my, my joke is, is that chari- I'm sceptical of charity, and it comes, in my mind, of being part of these charities. But like um, a good example, for example, is the, um, uh, the Sky City, the casino here in Auckland, which ruins communities, right? Mm. But their marketing campaign is like, we give, they're governmently they're oh. regulated. They have to give 30% of the money back to community exactly. projects, right? And Lotto does that as well, the, the Lotto Pokies, Commission here yeah. in New Zealand. Is and this more charity stuff? They're like 30% of the money comes back into the community. And y- yeah, but 100% of the money comes out of the community. Can I say, 100%. what's this got to do with the Orlando Magic? No, no, no. Well, you just, you just said before, you said you're giving money, you're giving money is good. It's a marketing exercise. A good example for me, and the one I'm most skeptical of, this is one that's close to me because our family worked in the McDonald's Corporation. I worked for McDonald's and stuff like that. Love McDonald's, eat it all the time, support it to the hilt. But the Ronald McDonald House is a very dodgy charity, right? If McDonald's cared about sick kids, they would close down their operations. They're like, we've set up a house for sick kids. It's like, yeah, McDonald's, you put them there. No. What the hell? Yes. It's for, like, kids with cancer. Yeah, but the McDonald's causes diabetes. Like, think of the problems McDonald's causes. Oh, I thought you were about to say cancer. So, so I, look, I'm, I'm halfway there. I, I've thought about this as well. I would not have a problem with it if it wasn't called the Ronald McDonald House. If they paid the money for it and they just called it, like, um, Totara House or whatever. Yeah, or just give it a normal that, name. That's, I wouldn't have an issue with. That's fine. You don't need to give all your money to. But also, how much are they giving? Like it could be. That, like, I not, agree with that. McDonald's is a huge company, and in it's New all Zealand, volunteer, all and volunteer staff. So two tiny, a couple of tiny things. Like it's a very small, and especially when you look at companies that don't. Uh, McDonald's probably pays its fair share of tax in New Zealand, but there's a lot of tax avoiding com- companies out there that can just use this as a bit of a marketing exercise. But they should be paying tax. You know why this? Like this all exists as a as a, as a shared fiction. So we don't feel bad about how horribly we treat people in our own society. Yeah, okay. Charity is just a fiction to make us go to sleep at night. Anyway, sorry to um, sorry to sorry to bring it up. I just wanted to go back to, back to it, and I just and, and, and I mean every NBA player is giving, but money is doing more than I am. So um, and good on them for also spreading awareness as well. Um, so player of the week back to Magic Mayhem. <laughs> player of the week, uh, Mo Bamba. Yeah, shout out to tweet. Mo Bamba. Um, but also. Players of the week, the 250-plus Orlando Magic teammates of his behind the scenes at the Amway Center, they're also joint players of the week. What about the Amway Fwits? Are they doing anything? No. What? The, the owners of the Magic, the DeVosses. No idea. Did you know that, JT? The owners of the Magic are now ruining the American education system. It was already ruined, but uh, they're making it worse. Yeah, I know Betty DeVos, yeah. Yeah, legend. Um, uh, we'll sp- oh, should we end Magic Mayhem there? On a oh, high quick, point? quick, just yeah, a quick well, question on um, it's may- tangential. Well, Mayhem related. Uh, earlier, you were talking about jealousy, and I was going to say, yeah, I guess stuff isn't the only green-eyed monster. But is stuff a green-eyed monster, or I mean, he's, he's got, has he got he's crazy gr- eyes? He's Wait, who's green. jealousy? Is there a monster called je- jealousy? Now, <laughs> someone had mentioned jealousy before charity cha- jealousy, and I was going to make a great gag. Oh. I just want to fact check my gags. Oh, okay. I don't think he has green eyes. What colours are stuff's eyes? Um, are they googly eyes? <laughs> I feel like the joke is not going to be good <laughs> if you're doing this much research and you're doing that research audibly so we can yeah, all hear okay. what the research is. Like, I think they're just black. Black eyes black don't work. Pupils, Jerry, yeah. Joke doesn't work. Oh, sorry to hear. Okay, so say stuff did have green eyes. Um, the, the, uh, the, the coyote from um, San Antonio he's has green eyes. He's got crazy eyes. Green. No, right. Because okay. that's why he looks like he's on crack. But a coyote isn't Which a monster. Which is annoying because Texas, especially parts of San Antonio, have a bad reputation for like methamphetamine. Really? Anyway, San Antonio is one of the nicest cities I've been to in America. It is not. But no, why? That was a weird thing to say. <laughs> oh, you're going to the qualifier. The Riverwalk. I've been to San Antonio. Riverwalk. The great Riverwalk. River the Riverwalk's river like a um, comedy tourist trap. 
but I well, liked it. No, nah, no, nah, you go you go right down the other end. It's really nice. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, okay. the river walks longer and than And then the Alamo is is fine. I, I didn't really understand the history. If I knew the history, I'd probably be amazed by it. And then you could, outside, have, read, you could have read the plaques. Outside, I kind of did, but I didn't have much time in San Antonio for good reason. And then across the road from the Alamo, they have the most beautiful old, like um, almost like maybe fifties or sixties architecture, like yeah, yeah. diners, right? Yeah. Beautiful buildings, Paul. You would love it. But unfortunately, in those diners, they have the trashiest, shittiest restaurants. There's probably a Bubba Grump Shrimp Company, a Rainforest Cafe, a Hard Rock Cafe. They're all just rammed in there. And it's kind of, oh, there's a Ripley's Believe It or Not in one of those beautiful buildings, you know? Yeah, it is like that. It's like um, it's like the best version of Palmerston North you could imagine. <laughs> and you were saying that town was beautiful. Yeah, I'm from Palmerston North. Palmerston North is beautiful. Yeah. The nicest grass in New Zealand. Very nice grass. And can I just retract me saying about about um, San Antonio having a meth problem? I don't know that for sure. I, I don't just, think it... I just realise I'm probably getting confused with Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think San Antonio so is quite, a, quite Phoenix, a family town. Isn't it? It's in uh, New Mexico, I think. Yeah, but, right. But um, uh, anyway, so the Phoenix... The, the, no, the, the Coyote in San Antonio has green eyes. Now you're joked now. But a Coyote... A, but I'm saying, like I don't think it's fair to... I don't, coyotes aren't monsters. Well, they kind of are. Just finish the joke. No, but he I did the joke. I did the joke. Why don't you say like green with jealousy? Because stuff that would have been good. That would have been really green. good. <laughs> just ignore the because he's not even a monster. He's a dragon. <laughs> a fine joke to end a great segment. That's the end of Magic Mayhem. Now that joke wasn't part of it. I'd already ended it. Again. You do only play it once. Yeah, I don't like outro. Rock, only Rocket Man gets an outro. Well, is there even going to be a Rocket Man? We're, we're already. Nah, I didn't prepare a Rocket Man. <laughs> the point is, I just want to break the bits up a little bit. Yeah. With a bit of, if you made some more stings. good news, is I've got a. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Movie magic. Oh, cool. Well, that's coming up soon. Yeah, cool. So we just want, I just want to talk briefly, maybe about... Now, obviously, the virus is horrible. It's all negative. But I briefly just want to talk about some of the... Um, Positives. Very fr- fringe silver linings that have come out of this. Um, and the first one I wanted to bring up was that for a long time, we've all been arguing for a shortened season, right? We all think the season should be probably 60 games long as opposed to 80 games long. This could be, for a start, a shortened season. Or, if this isn't shortened, say they postpone the NBA for a few months, it goes into next year, and then next year's season has to be shortened. This could be a good chance to test out, not only that, but you get to see the players going into the playoffs at full fitness. That was a good point that Matt Barnes had this week. It's going to be the most amazing playoffs ever. Um, And it's it's going to obviously favour the Lakers and the Clippers, two teams that have older veterans who need to recover. Paul George needs to recover. Whereas it's going to hurt the Bucks, who were spent the whole year managing Giannis and now um, was for no reason because he's going to be fresh again. But it's good to have less injuries in the playoffs and to maybe reduce injuries. It's positive. Yeah. On the short season thing, though, I always get really gutted how no one will take Wilt Chamberlain's records. And if you shorten to 62, I feel like you should... Pro rata the stats up. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's a pain, it's, I mean? it's it's a disaster for stats. I, I'm it's a, a disaster for stats. Yeah. yeah, 
It's like swimming and they had that year of good suits and they set all the records and they banned those suits but those records stand. It's like it's a disaster. Or running for every record that's ever been set which is definitely on drugs. Do they have suits and... Oh, yeah. No, oh, run, running now has the problem of the marathon with the shoes. Yeah. Um, Demon skin, right? But pretty crazy. Demon skin? <laughs> no, sorry, that's... That's the soccer. Yeah, it's a really specific joke to <laughs> the people we play for more than a Thursday night. We but. think the Predator, the Adidas boots of... Um, s- boots quite funny. A, they're saying they've got demon skin on them, but also the boot is called the Predator, yeah. which is a great name in 1998. So you haven't actually quite nailed the name. And now, as the as the recipient of the targeted marketing from Adidas, <laughs> the full name was Adidas Predator Mutator <laughs> Demon Skin, <laughs> and I was like, "You haven't nailed it, marketing department." <laughs> <laughs> I got marketed at me um, a um, a David Beckham T-shirt Ooh, made by yeah. Adidas. Which didn't have David Beckham or any mention of him on it. It just had uh, it was just a white shirt with Predator written in yeah. red writing across the front. That screams Beckham at me. <laughs> Did they send that to you? No, it was like it was like a pop up mm. ad, but I had they've like, seen, look, I've been on they've seen the what before. you're um yeah what you're searching. No, is. okay, let's just not <laughs> look into too much about me. I was talking about esports. Did you know that um uh um the when the Utah Jazz were found out to have coronavirus, that went to David Booker while he was live streaming himself gaming. Yeah, Dion Waiters is Dion Waiters is all also, over it. Oh, Dion Waiters? David Dion Waiters is desperately trying to get his his Twitch numbers up. Right now. So what is so, um, so can, can you just explain briefly what Twitch is? I think it was really Devin Booker. Well B- Booker So the heaps of them do it. So it's just an extra and actually um our man uh Gordon Haywood was the, obviously the trailblazer in this scene. But loads of them just t- so Twitch is just you live stream yourself gaming, so you often just have the screen your the screen mm. you're playing on and then like a small camera feed on you, and you're just talking about what you're doing. Yeah, I know that. All right. Well, I don't know what Dion, what Dion Waiters do. Dion Waiters now because I follow his Instagram even before the COVID break. Like the day he got signed to the Lakers that night, real late at night, he's like, join me online Fortnite, <laughs> baby. Wow. Fortnite, yeah. To but, celebrate. Um, back to Devin Booker. Comical how little he cared about Rudy Gobert, but then he cared when the NBA got stopped. But like, what was he thinking was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. But I think you're. But I think you're average. Like I think you're average. Like twenty four year old yeah. in any workplace, NBA don't really have an understanding of how serious it was. I met yeah, a girl in the right. store uh, in a store, and she was like, "How are you going?" And I'm like, "What do you mean how am I going? I'm going bad. The world's ending." And she okay, was like, okay. um, "She was like, I heard the coronavirus was just. Um, it's more for old people." And I was like. Do you not know the world's old melting people? down? They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, there's like oh, the whole world is old people. Yeah, that's the world. <laughs> yeah. They've got um, all the money. But well, yeah, oh, just yeah. People, but also, Devin Booker didn't even know he was saying Rudy Gobert or Go- Gobert or something. <laughs> like he didn't even know his name. He yeah. seemed he seemed like a bit of an idiot. But just for me, being a twitcher makes you seem like who's doing that? I guess Anthony, I tweet. Carl Anthony idiot, Towns. So. I've been thinking about um I've been thinking about getting into it. Okay. Um, because I'm I'm uh, have you ever heard of a game called? It's not some city. Ah, oh, damn! I can't remember what it's called. Can, it's do city Twitch, skylines. Um, Twitch non-games, like if they're just watching a movie. Can you Twitch? That's what I was. Yeah, I was just yeah. like Twitch my cool life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. That's I want to Twitch movie watching, but I don't like to talk during movies. So, the so f- it's mainly just a movie. And it's then like the my world's face. most boring goggle box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Phoenix um, Suns <laughs> joked that they were going to. Um, uh, Esports simulate the rest of the season. Well, here's, I th- thought of this idea just before. You know how they're all having donations? It should be donation matchups. So it's like Kevin Love did 100,000, but Zion did more. So what, so what, do you do? what is that? Yeah, it's a win it. for the Pelicans. 
Oh, I get could, it. So could, most donations wins the chip, chip or, or like a mini tournament. Yeah, I guess it would just be richest team. Yeah, but that's still interesting. Who, who is the richest team? Lakers. Lakers. Knicks. Biggest markets. No, 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 the no people with like, the most money. It's just like, who, what owner is the richest? Barmer, by mile. Yeah. Okay. Big time. Then why did you say Lakers, Knicks? Oh, well, I thought you should I ask who players. the richest team is. The most valuable teams are Lakers and Knicks, but the richest owner by not even I wonder, here's Barmer is probably richer than all the other owners. This would be an almost. interesting fact. Who's the richest roster in terms of career that, earnings? That's what I was trying to work Ooh. out. Yeah, that's what it should and be. And I was actually thinking it might even be someone wild like the Thunder who got a... Oh, no, because Shea Gilgis was younger. Surely there's some bad Russ team who's it'll like be, a it'll bunch... Be, it'll be the Lakers because they have a lot of Max guys who are now on min contracts. So yeah, Rondo would have been money, big. Dwight Howard. Yeah. Um, and that was my first guess, so trust, trust your instincts. So the Lakers have two Max, Max, Max players... Plus a bunch of um, shit kickers who in the past have earned a lot of money. So that'd be a pretty good guess. Mm. Um, Houston Rockets have a big salary now. Two guys who have been on money for a long time. And then they've got guys like Tyson Chandler on the bench. Who the, previously I think the Bucks would be up there when you think of, um, like surely Brooke Lopez has made a he bit. Be, um, yeah. Even like Wesley Matthews has probably made quite a bit. Yeah, so I, I think I'm, they'd be up there. So I, I felt bad because I maybe went too hard on Kevin Love. I don't know, and I don't really understand it fully. But um, I'm glad we got back onto this on salaries because I was like, it is crazy how much Kevin Love gets and what a bad contract that was. Can I guess? Can I guess how much he's made in his career? Uh, I don't know his career earnings. Oh, Sorry, damn. I just know that he's owed 120 million. And can, I think you can guess. He's been max every year. Paul, Google it right now. Okay, so I'm guessing. So he's been in the league like must have been like 13 years, right? So first couple of years would have been. Two, three mil, then going up to 15 you mil. You tell us you can do the maths 60. out loud on the podcast. I reckon, I reckon his career earnings. He's got his eyes closed. 160 career earnings. Nah, not that high. 120, um, but he's going to earn quarter of a quarter of a billion, 250 million. I can't find it on the internet. <laughs> okay, well, we'll call it, we'll call it he's, that. He's owed 130 million. The point is, that's such a bad contract. And don't get me wrong, Kevin Love's been a good player. He won a championship for them. He was a little bit disappointing, actually, in his time with the Cavs. But it was just crazy that because LeBron was leaving and Kyrie was leaving. I think it's a stretch to say Kevin Love won that championship. No, 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 but he, no, but he was part. No, he the, participated. The point is, they sign him because he's like they, they, they've got no face of the franchise left. You have yeah. to, you have to reward someone. It's like the Raptors, like they kind of have to keep on upping Cole. Larry but he, for a few he more did years. what he did what you hate, eh? Which is where they're like, oh yeah, I want to be here, and then yeah. instantly I don't want to be here. Yeah, I'd be like, why is this team so bad? I just want the security of all year. the money. But what I realize is there's this weird thing I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but. It just in my mind, the perception was, I did a bit of research into it, but crazy overpaid white guys. I was like, there's so many, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of overpaid NBA players who are earning way more than they should be and um, are not living up to their contract. But it's just like so common for white guys. Chandler Parsons, Kevin Love, JJ Redick last year on the Sixers was earning like close to max money. It was That was more because of salary cap um, spacing and because they were I think you salary. pay that though. Um, Vucevic on the Magic. Um, Gordon Hayward, I mean, he's Wait, Vucevic related. isn't o- overpaid. Is it, you don't reckon? 22 nah. million for that shit kicker. No. He's the highest paid player on your team. And should and we see where he ranks statistically? Oh, yeah, okay. So I think, Compared I to think, where he ranks money-wise? I think Chandler wise? Parsons and Gordon Haywood are both like, would if they hadn't had freak accidents. Well, no, Chandler Parsons, Chandler Parsons was shocking. His, his one with Dallas freak was, was, was a dodgy contract, and then his one with Memphis or Dallas was unbelievably bad. I thought that was the same contract just kicked no, getting no, rolled no, no, over. No, 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 Dallas, um, Memphis re-upped, re-upped him. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Did he just run the same thing that he did with Cuban and just partied with the owners? <laughs> so anyway, so what I did was I did a risky, um, I did a risky um, Google search, which was um, I searched white NBA players. Yeah, right. Now, one time I tried to search if Usain Bolt was on drugs, and I ended up on a white supremacy blog. So like, it can go bad, right? But I stayed safe. 
I went to rank her and it was ranking best NBA players. You know that shitty website. Mm, it's no. ranking best NBA players in the in the um in the league right now who are white. And um, there was only twenty seven players in the league. Wow. Uh, who are white? Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's more white players than that. But there's so few. And on that list of twenty seven, they had they had um Brooke Lopez in there. Yeah, I reckon there's a few suspect ones on there. Yeah, and like he's not white. And um there's there's a few guys in there who um were um listed twice as well. Maybe <laughs> two Luka Doncic's. Um, but it was just kind of crazy, like how few white. I mean, there's more white guys than that. Like, there's a, quite a few like bench warmers and stuff that people don't know about. And there's a few that. I reckon I could name thirty off the top of my head. Okay, go. Okay, uh, <laughs> Dragon Bender. Yeah. Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Hero. Yeah. Um, that guy that looks like the generated play. Um, the Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Luka Doncic. Yeah. Goran Dragic. Yeah. Gordon Hayward. Wait, did you say Judge? You said him for the second time. Nah, nah, you? nah. Didn't say him the first time. Who'd you say I'll do an, I'll do an. I'll add on another one. Kevin Love. Yeah, oh, that's eight. Kevin Love. Uh, Deladova. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alex Caruso. Yeah. Joe Ingles. Yeah. Uh, He's on fire. I'm just going through all the teams now. Um, JJ Redick. Yeah. Uh, did we decide on? Oh, Dante DiVincenzo, the villain. Yeah. Uh, Pat Cunnington. The Lopez brothers are definitely not white. Okay, they're not. I mean, if they want to identify as white, that's fine. But like, okay, yeah. so we'll leave them asterisks. No, uh, Lopez. It sounds Latino. Yeah, we're, getting, Van, we're getting into murky territory. Whatever they want to call themselves, they can call themselves that. But I doubt they identify as white. Van, Fle- Van Fleet doesn't. No, definitely not. You're gonna get into you get into Clay Thompson territory here, mate. Oh yeah, I don't want to. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. pull, I'm gonna call it call it evens on that. <laughs> You've given up. No, no, I just I think it's not good. It's not. Yeah, it's yet. getting dodgy. It's getting dodgy. Okay, uh, we don't want to race it. Anyway, anyway, it's more than 27. It is more than 27. But it's, considering there's 400 players in the NBA. Laurie Markkinen. Very but... small. Yeah, good. Check another <laughs> one in there. And there's a lot more. Um, Just name the Dallas Mavericks white card. That's what I was <laughs> Okay, I just did some research. Poor I'm Zingas. actually, NBA players, there's not actually as many people paid that much like as I thought there was. No, the guys that so, still paid heaps and then there's... Yeah, yeah so, like so Vucevic is actually the the 24th most paid player in the league. Currently, his his number goes down each year because the Magic keep top-loading. But the good news is he's the 18th best player, statistically. No, he's not, according to what, fantasy? Just stats. Okay, who are the who are the players that are paid around the same as him? Do you have that right there? Um. Okay, let's see... One below is DeMar DeRozan. I'll see how he's ranked statistically. No, don't, don't worry about statistics. Yeah, no, we need to comparable. see. I agree he's comparable. I reckon he's the 43rd best player if statistically. Not, it's, it's mid, yeah. Okay. Um, one above him is uh, Al Horford. Oh, he's yeah, he's better than him too. Um, we'll see. Just give us a few more names, please. He is currently 64th ranked. Oh, we don't know who your rankings. I need the rankings. Um, okay, uh Two above him is Kevin Love. Should we see how he ranks? I'm actually interested to see how he ranks statistically. He's shocking. He ranks 58th, so he's 40 places behind um, him. Um, uh, then we've got CJ McCollum is just below him. Oh, he's a lot better. Joel Embiid. He's a lot wow. better. Well, see, let's see this. Joel Embiid's probably only on his rookie extension, though. Um, CJ McCollum is only ranked 63rd. Joel Embiid. JT, who would you rather have? So CJ McCollum or Nikola Vucevic? No, because this ranking, ranking system put Kevin Love ahead of CJ McCollum. Did it? 62, uh, 62 and 63, wasn't it? No one wants Kevin Love on their team, which is crazy. He's a max This is player. just numbers. This is just numbers, don't lie. Joel Embiid is 15th, so he is three places higher than... Um, but Vucevic will play more than 40 games this season, worth noting. Paul, can I just say, I apologise, and I admit that Vucevic is a hell of a player, 
great that Magic locked him in for four years as their franchise player. What a, what a guy to get We don't have a franchise player. What a score. It's Vucevic, according to your salary cap. No, that's we don't work You've over that. You've got no salary cap space because you paid all the money to Vucevic. And Aaron, no, Aaron Gordon's getting better. He's, he might live up. Aaron Gordon's team. elite. You know you can't win a championship without a, a top 18 guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But, um, okay, I, you, I hear you out. His, it's not that bad an overpay. And he was an, he not was an over, it's not an overpay. It's just the annoying... It's an underpay. He's 18th ranked, 24th I think paid. it's over. Anyway, okay. It's you did the math. Statistically, it's um, not. What about solutions? If the NBA got together, and this would be my dream, what if all the players got on mm-hmm. NBA Live right now, had to play them themselves, or what do the people play? 2K now. They all got on 2K, had to play themselves, and finish the year that way... With the current simulation up until the season at this point, and not simulations. No, 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 no. Well, like, 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 make the season so it starts where they finished right oh, there, yeah. and so they play out the last twenty games of the season, and then go into playoffs, having to play on the controller. I'd so be for it. Kawhi and LeBron are probably terrible at two K, right? Because they've spent all the time practicing mm-hmm. basketball. But a few of the young guys, like teams like the Suns, could. All, chances are those those dipshits. The Timberwolves would be, would be elite. Yeah, Kelly yeah. Kelly Kelly Oubre Jr. would be good. Eh? But also, how good oh, yeah. would it be? How cool would that be? Mm. I wouldn't be cool. It'd be funny. It'd be yeah. I'd like it. Yeah, I'm back in. I'd okay. like it, but I will say this. I think you had a better plan this morning to me in yes, the car. Yes, I'm glad you're saying so this. This was Guy's idea. Get all the professional athletes. Obviously, test them. And once for the virus, if you pass, then you get flown to an island. I had this. Uh, this seems like the obvious solution, right? Yes. And just picture this. So, um, maybe Fiji. We'll say Fiji, tropical paradise to begin with. That's a bad um, uh, example, though, because they've only got one basketball stadium, and I don't think it's air-conditioned. Um, but there'd be multiple games well, in a day. We, Imagine that. You could go to six NBA games in a day. Yeah. And, but, but also, no, get this. can't come in. No, you can if you, you can. pass the test. The 1% can pay and go there. Go there on their super now, Also, if you're tested, you can go. Wow. If you're tested, then fine. And get this. Imagine this. So you could wake up, and you could say... Um, Oh, I'm going to go watch uh, Liverpool take on uh, Manchester United. Oh, the Premier League's also happening on the island. Yeah. All the sports. So I've, can I take this idea one step further, Paul? Because I think you're onto something here. Yeah. Let's get a bigger island, okay? Clear it out. Get all the sports teams there. Get all the concerts. All the festivals go there, yes. right? And Everyone's tested. Then you go to all the rich, all the top, you know, the real rich people. Like, Come down this island. We've got everything. Get them all there. Once they're there, we're, we're like, ha ha, we've got all your money now. And joke's on you because we're spending it up. Recession's over, baby. How did, wait, how do we get their money? We stole it. Because they stole it because they're on that island. They well, that was a key anything. part of the plan you skipped. <laughs> yeah. uh, I read between the lines. I was actually so glad he said we were going to steal his money. I thought he was going to say we no. euthanize them. Back so I'm really positive that he went for such a family friendly approach. Yeah, thank, thank you, JT. Thank Back you. to the real plan. So. Lots of the professional leagues will be there. My happening. plan was just to do the NBA on like a cruise ship or something. I didn't. I didn't know Paul's kind of taking it slightly different. But I no, like no, that. but get this as well. I don't think cruise ships were going too well. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea. Um, Disneyland's closed down, so Disneyland would do a pop-up Disneyland in Fiji. You could use that hoop in the bloody and um, <laughs> James Bond: No Time to Die has been pushed back. So has Fast and Furious Nine. Those movies will be available it was to watch in how Fiji. Quickly, James Bond got pushed back. Hey, I, ex- I feel like they knew it wasn't good. Yeah, so well, obviously. No, no, that was my fear. I saw it on Instagram, and I didn't put two and two together, and I saw it, it was like, you know, the producers have decided to push it back. Well, I assume they said editing problems or something. And I thought, this is bad. The director, um, you know, they've gone with kind of a relatively young director, um, and I'm like, uh-oh, he's screwed it. 
And, and it's like, oh, we've got to do heaps of reshoots. Like how, like rewrites. a Digger Howser type situation. How young are we talking? Um, Carrie Fukin. I, I'm not sure of his, how to pronounce. Paul's his a same huge name. James Bond fan. People don't know. And do you know what this sounds like? Movie chat. Do you know what this is time for? It's time. I'm going to say. I'm going to guess for. Um, you're going to say movie magic. Yes. Fukunaga. He's 42, the director. But like, look at look at him. He's like, a lot of build-up for the age of the director. He's oh, he looks. No, so I was imagining, you know, Bojack Horseman, those two kids that adult men. No, I actually have only watched parts of season one of Bojack. Wow, man, it's. I honestly, I know everyone says this, but I honestly think it's one of the best shows ever. Yeah. Do you find it from a comedy perspective or just from like a no comedy? Oh, yeah. They had a one episode really won me over, which was about where Bojack is saying, "Why does he have to support the troops?" Yeah. And like that's an obvious joke, but not something you see in American stuff yeah. very often. And that episode was really won me over. Um, okay. okay, movie magic. I've sent you a link. Please get it ready to play. Would you? How, what? What? Um, email. Email. Okay. Um, Do I have a link? No, he's going to play it. Right. Don't play it yet. Okay. I'm always going to take me a while to find it. Yeah. Well, how many emails would you have okay. gotten in the last ten minutes? Um, this week, I've decided to to theme. Sorry, better the music just played then. Don't play it. I had to line it up, though. Okay. And it also blasted us with noise. <laughs> okay. Should Apologies the to the down. listeners <laughs> who would have just heard that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, one of the greatest writers in the world, I think we'll all agree, Dan Brown. Oh, yeah. We're talking the Da Vinci Are Code. you not joking? Or are you We're talking serious? angels and demons. We're talking Inferno. We're talking Origin. We're talking the Lost Symbol. Recently announced their... Um, Have you read all of them? Not all of them. I haven't read The Lost Symbol, but I'm going to read it. Cause I didn't mind The Da Vinci Code. I thought it was... Oh, um, no. I liked the vibe. I, I thought No, you was... were backing up before. You were backing me oh, up. I thought we were being ironic. No. Um, so it's Here's been... the thing. <laughs> <laughs> JT is looking at us like, what have I become? Because you're a big fan of like... Uh, uh, science fiction. You're a big fan Yeah, of, I'm a sci-fi guy, yeah. You're a big fan of maybe crime... Oh, I do get into my... Um, so, Dan, what I'm pointing is you're an expert in the in the field. I'm an expert. This, this is a shitty example of the genre. No matter what you'd said before, the moment you said an expert, you've got me to agree. Yeah, <laughs> continue. <laughs> Dan Brown, I think we'll all agree. Hell of a writer. Um, but here's what's interesting. A while back, I had a craving. Not a craving, but I thought... I'd read the book, the Dan Brown book, firstly... I'll go on record and say, I love a Dan Brown book. Da Vinci Code. Angels. I mean, I listed them before. I'm not going <laughs> to list them again. Um, but I read his book, Inferno, and they did make it into a movie. It didn't quite go as well as the others two. But um, basically, the plot is the bad guy's got this virus that he wants to release. And this oh, was the movie. coronavirus chat. Oh, sorry. What do you mean? You've s- just talked about it all day, sorry, sorry, even sorry. before this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Well, 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 what? You want me to stop? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was just, I was just, I was just trying to figure out where this is going. It's sorry, topical. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm Why so wouldn't sorry. you just let me just talk? Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, <laughs> there's a virus. Tom Hanks has it. The whole film. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and this was the movie that I wanted to watch. <laughs> The, the film adaption of Inferno. I had seen it in cinemas, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I want to rewatch it. And uh, as I was watching it, 
I then put it on pause. Halfway through, I was like, time for bed. Wow. Um, <laughs> then a few days later, Tom Hanks comes out as having the virus. Imagine my shock. Wow. Anyway, I was doing a little research into Dan Brown because I thought I've been like, a long-time admirer of uh, the, the artist Dan Brown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it turns out when he started out, he wanted to be a musician. And so I did a little bit of digging and I found a few of his tracks. Guy, could you please play? This is one of his songs, a young Dan Brown. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I know you understand. I take you to bed. I push the phone in my head. Yeah, Make me feel like a man. Wait, wait, was it, was it really sexually explicit? I don't know. It was like, take you to bed and put my something in something. Yeah. Make oh. me feel like a man. Like, it was yeah. really gross. Sorry, I didn't really listen to it beforehand. <laughs> it was bumping and grinding all over the place, <laughs> that song. Um... Anyway, that's really the end of the movie. Beautiful, magic. beautiful way with me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped in on your punchline there. I was just you listening. do it a lot. Like when I was talking about the Matterhorn, and you were like, "Oh, is this about the basketball court?" There, there was guy. That was bad. That was low. No, no, no. Okay, okay. well, the basketball court inside the mountain. I'm I'm on Reddit, and that goes to the front page of Reddit but, every day. The no, but, oh, I'd never heard of it. I'm not. A, you know, I'd never heard of sorry, that. Sorry, I'd I'm never sorry. heard of it. But I recently joined a vintage Disneyland group on Facebook, <laughs> and now my Facebook is only because it's so active. Yeah. It's like people. It's like a thousand posts a day, and that's all my Facebook is now. Sick. And so someone posted an old map, and I saw the Basel Court. But um, yeah. So it's basically mo- the end of movie magic. Well, that was a very interesting story. And I, I was fascinated. But I am it. shocked no one's done an edit treatment for Twitter of Tom Hanks with a fever or talking about the virus in the movie Inferno. You should do it. I mean, you're probably late now. I think probably recovered, but yeah. What's I thought it? Inferno was that one where he goes to the volcano in Hawaii. What's that called? I don't know what that same is. One, mate. Um, I, I got a question. For I think movie. it's not a Dan Brown. No, nah, no, nah, not Dan Brown. I I just started the movie The Irishman, which is kind of a shame because it's not an as acclaimed Scorsese movie. And I must admit, I've gotten forty-five to an hour minutes, and I know I I rubbished another movie, Uncut Gems, and I only seen half of it, and I liked the second half. But I've got to ask you guys right now: Have you guys seen The Irishman? I still haven't seen it. Nah. I'm okay. not a movie. I'm not a big movie. Buff. I'm excited for it. It's also it's it's so long. It's three hours long. And it's just like this story. Like, surely people are over like Robert De Niro or whoever these guys are. These old guys doing gangster films. Like, sure, this genre's just done to death. Nah, there's loads of like forty to six year old white guys in the world no, who like it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But I'm just like sick of it. It's a long so tail. A long tail to that stuff. They love talking about it. Yeah. And the funniest thing is these actors are so old now. And I think it's Robert De Niro. Who's the Who's the guy? Is it Robert De Niro in there? I don't know who's in this movie. In Some famous Robert De Niro guy. Is yeah. like, he's like beating a guy up and he's like 70 years old and I'm like, there's no way that guy can beat anyone up. And that guy is a little punk for getting beaten up by Robert De Niro, like an elderly man. But they... Here's what I will every say. Every man in their mind thinks they can still kick someone's ass because we like to think we're tough. Gangster movies may be out of trend, but I'll tell you what... Well, they never... They just keep on coming out. That's r- right, according to you. Um, I'll tell you what is an incredible genre. Yeah? Imagine... A mystery involving symbology and art and <laughs> conspiracies. Yeah, that's a good and, one. No, but he also, Dan Brown, he sets them at great tourist attractions. I think it's he goes there and then he, he kind of bases them around that. But, um, Are they also man. there? I, I knew no, that. no, no. Because each book is like, so the Da Vinci Code, he kind of goes to Paris like the Louvre. Um, goes around Paris a bit. Uh, I can't think of where else I reckon Dan, Dan Brown's um, writing process goes like this. In, log on Instagram, go to <laughs> Travel Inspo, scroll, 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 <laughs> see a place, go to Google, type in Scary Man, <laughs> describe Scary Man. 
Bingo, bango, I got a movie. <laughs> I think well, he, should, we should start doing I think that he goes on a holiday and because like so Inferno is in um Italy, so it's like um Florence in Italy and but it, it's like always like at the main touristy places. And there's like one bit where he goes into a church and he's like, It's closed for construction. And so then they can mm. go in and it can be all empty, but it's like, no, that would be like filled with <laughs> like yeah, packed. packed with um tourists and stuff. Yeah. Um but uh and then he goes to Venice, and they go they go into um, the St. Mark's sales. Cathedral. What just happened? Oh, no, no, no. I was just... Oh. I was just, I was just it sounded like you knocked on the wood. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, just very oh, someone... <laughs> Can I just say, when, before when I said um, Da Vinci Code's fine, what I mean is, I know it's well known for people to shit on it, and I was like, I read the book, I turned the page, it was entertaining. Okay, yeah, I've, I've, I've got I've, more on Da Vinci Code. I've read some shocking books. Okay, get this. I'm not a, I'm, I didn't think it was shocking, though. I was like, it's a page-turning... Dan Brown. Old fiction, I don't know. Okay, me and Guy, Guy and I, attended Nelson College Shout to Nelson in Nelson, College. New Zealand. Dan Shout Brown was sued by two men for the Da Vinci Code. One was called, like, Michael Lee or something. The other was called, like, Michael Baton. <laughs> they were Everyone both called... The school's <laughs> called Michael. <laughs> no, one of them went to Nelson College, our school, years before us. He was an older man. Him and this other guy had written a book about this kind of conspiracy about Da Vinci, I think, and the loss, like, basically, Dan Brown stole their idea a bit to the point where the villain in the Da Vinci Code, spoiler alert, turn the skip forward one minute if you're listening to this and you, you don't know the Da Vinci Code, <laughs> the bad guy in the Da Vinci Code is called Lee Teabing, okay? Lee, name. Lee as in Michael Lee or whatever, and Teabing is an anagram of Baton, Michael Baton, the other guy's name or whatever. Not only did he steal their idea, he was taking shots at them by naming the villain after them. Wow. That sounds like a slam dunk case. They, they, no, I think they lost the case and then one of them died from like the streets. I think one of them beat, died from the streets. You couldn't beat him because imagine how ex- rich Dan Brown is. Like, there's no way he can be that guy in court. And amazingly, he's just got such a way with words. He can continue. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. The he red dress an, was red. Do you know what we should do? We, yeah. should, we should write a book. We should write Everything a book. he says is an anagram. We should write a book. <laughs> We should write a book about that. Um, it's hard to understand him, though. He's like, and like, he just speaks gibberish. <laughs> we should write a book about those guys' story and, um, and profit off that and then to screw them one more time when they get um, attacked by the famous author who is... Um, Paul's just left. Go get a glass of water. Um, just before we, before we wrap this up, because we really need to um, wrap it up, two things I wanted to briefly mention... Um, has anyone seen a photo of, I only just saw it just now that the off-season started again, a photo of LeBron's feet? Yeah, from 2013. That's the that's how old that photo is. And how is he still playing? Well, if, if you haven't seen it, his pinky toe is like deformed. It's like <laughs> growing over his second, you know, what do you call the second pinky toe? Uh, <laughs> but it's like he's got two toes, like a double-decker toe. Like he's got one toe, which is the fourth toe. And then the pinky toe is directly on top of it. It's so squashed. And I'm guessing that comes from basketball play. And his big, to- his big toe is fully under the other ones so, on an angle. Oh, crazy. I just can't get my... And bo- it's left and right. It's so, not just the right. So when I played a lot of basketball, my feet used to get badly calloused and blistered, right? I'm sorry to explain that detail. But like it just not only the wetness of the sock and constantly playing just like was really bad for it. And I didn't do any foot hygiene or anything like that. But also just a constant, sh- even if you change your shoes all the time and stuff like that and wore good socks, you get constant scraping. It would really mess your feet up, right? And you had to like tape them and stuff like that. 
But then my feet, I think, from playing a lot of basketball are deformed. Like, people comment on how ugly they are all the time. Just got little stumpy little toes that are like, um, and they're quite like weird shapes. Like, the, the, the different. I think basketball did that. I think my feet are ugly. And LeBron obviously has played 100 hours more I'm than, currently looking hours more than me. I'm currently looking at a lot of basketball's feet, and they are messed up. Yeah, and it's yeah. all Daryl, just Daryl Armstrong... His like Could I get in on the section? his index toe like goes over dirt oh, nah. to that. I can't his index that. toe like bends over his big toe. You saying bolts so feet are messed up? But do you think it's evolution as well though? What? Because like Whoa. LeBron is the greatest performing athlete possibly ever physically. So you think toes? We don't need them now. Well, I'm thinking that like your toes adapt to what you do. Well, here's my theory. I can imagine rock climbers would have wear weird toes. You know. So I thought. Yeah, so I thought when I saw that, I thought, well, this is strange. This is quite surprising because these guys sell shoes. That's their thing. Yeah. It's weird to see messed up feet. But then I'm thinking, isn't that the greatest advertisement for shoes on earth? To cover your feet. No, like, he's like, look at my. Cover your ugly toes. No, he's like, look at my crazy messed up toes. Imagine how much they they hurt because of these sweet LeBron shoes I've got. I can play. Well, no, I'm so like, I'm having... like those shoes ruined his feet. He's been in LeBron. He's been in LeBron since his first year. That he's been doing the wearing those shoes. No, nah, I'm saying years. I think he was born with those toes, and it's, his only course of action was basketball. Oh, so Nike should do the next campaign 100 around his mangled feet. Yeah, like just close ups of the feet and be like, could you play? Could you jump up and down for 42 minutes on these bad boys? But like, it's amazing they haven't like designed better shoes. Like so you can wear when you start playing basketball seriously, at, like 13. To try and like stop that from happening to your feet. Well, and as you know, I exclusively wear basketball shoes now, all times out. I didn't know that. I knew you owned some basketball shoes. Yeah, because of their comfort. The yeah. comfort factor is so much higher. Yeah. But now I'm worried about what it's doing to my toes. Okay. Well, no, I don't think. I think it's more the um, uh, the massive uh, amount of strain he's putting in through all the play. I don't think it's the the shoes specifically. But um. Well, well but I'm two months through my learn to dunk program. <laughs> How's it going, by the way? Oh, I haven't dunked yet. Um, oh, what a shame. <laughs> I, we said, you, said it was going to take two years, didn't we? No, uh, you estimated three months. Th- did I say three months you'd learn how to dunk? Well, that's how much a guy on the internet who I paid that time told me. No, but I, I reckon I said two years. If you trained hard for uh, two years. Yeah, I don't think you'd need two years. You I were training hard. Yeah. Define hard. To dunk. Uh, like yeah. every day. You I think be, two months. How old are you, JT? I'm sorry, it's a personal question. You, uh, you don't have to answer that. 30. You don't have to say it. Four? You can beep it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fact that you said it like that makes me think you didn't want to say. You lose track. I no, I was track. doing. I get. I'm still in 19, 2019 for my dates. The point. The the point is, I am quite a lot to, a lot taller than you, right? I'm six foot five, one point nine eight meters. My dunking at the moment is poor to non-existent, and like really struggle to get up there. I, I actually did it the other day at an outside court, so I'll say I could do it. A spark court, so good hoops. But I'm really on the borderline, and like. It's falling fast, and so like in two years I'll be in worse position than that. And you're a lot shorter than me, so you got a lot. You need massive hops. I think it would take two years at least. And yeah, pro- it's probably unrealistic. And if you get an injury, then you're fucked. Anyway, um, Paul, if you think it's so easy to dream. Paul, if you think it's so easy to learn how to dunk, do you not want to learn and get up there? Part of me thinks I need to do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, that's probably pretty. I currently, good. I've never really had much upwards explosion. I'm more of a. But you should be able um, to grab a lot of rim, right? I can. Yeah, I can still grab rim. It's more uh, the, one of the big issues is hand palming. palming. Yeah. But you can you can hold it on your finger to, anyway. Yeah. So if I got so if I got you, higher though, I'd be able to. Question for you. Yeah. Would you guys would you guys count count it if I put on like a plastic um, hand over my hand? <laughs> 
<laughs> with the ball that could grip the ball. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've like been like holding like a fake wrist. Like a hand that? extender. I mean, no, like I put yeah, a hand yeah, over yeah, my yeah, hand. A glove, a large glove. But it's like a plate. It looks like my hand, but it's like yes, bigger. I'd be totally fine with now, that. Now, do you think that there would be a way I could construct something that just gave people bigger hands to play basketball with? No. But just <laughs> even just a left hand, so I could just do them. Like, you do build your own keyboards. Um, it's not a crazy idea. You make it your left, yeah, so you can catch it easier. And going back to the gaming thing, would Kawai need a special controller? Wait, okay, when you said Goldbeer easier, I could tell you're doing a joke. But Kawai is like, that's a fish. Kawai. Hey, oh, sorry, that's just one of my nicknames. I should, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh, you're, okay, and every gobbler. time you pronounce the name wrong. Sorry, sorry, guys. You yeah. say it's a nickname. The gobbler, it's just I have I have fun ways of referring to my favorite players. Okay. I would say Good every save. every NBA player I've got a nickname for. What? Yeah. Okay, Um, Alex Crusoe. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Poor test him on this. I think that he should have um, a piratey one. Caruso. Okay, Della Dover, Deli Bally. Okay, hey, no, no, okay. Um, no, no, you've seen every NBA yeah, player. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kyle Lowry. Oh, well, I'd use his real one, Kalo. Okay, um, um, Serge Ibaka. Okay, you don't need my me fuzzy s- chef. We, we need to alternate. Sh- what no, you say no, no. Me, my fuzzy chef. Okay, you go. Emmanuel Moutier. Oh, Emoods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. The Joker. The Joker. <laughs> the Joker, wasn't it? Um, Will Bar. No, we also. Sorry. Yeah, yep. so, so, I'm so yep. sorry. Will the Thrill. I'm so sorry. Yeah, okay. Will the I thrill. was testing you because I knew yeah, that. Yeah, you one. go, guy. Uh, Aaron Gordon. Big head. Easy. Jabari <laughs> Parker. Uh, yeah, that's got me. That, Jay you got, Parks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go Jay. Jabari, I think I um, don't, I don't like Jabari. Chris Stapps, <laughs> Chris Stapps, Paul Zinger. Oh, I just go KP or Paul Zinger. This Zingy. is so amazing. Oh, no, I say Zinger, actually. You should start. This is a service. Jeremy Lamb. Oh, yeah, I would go Jay Lamb. Anyone that's just got a single syllable last name, I just feel oh, like okay. that's that. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 who's that guy, the second best player on the Bucks, who everyone forgets about? Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Mm, too boring. You don't have one for him. Okay. Oh, I got, yeah, um, the bo- boring players. It's more good. They can have a little more pizzazz. Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah, DFS. <laughs> Isn't that like a um, this ju- is your Judy Free? He's got Judy actually a really cool That is an amazing talent, man. I've always, well, been, great I've always been great at nicknames. No, but just like imagine him on the internet. He could charge for your money and they'd call in and ask for a nickname. Yeah, but I reckon I could, you can give nicknames to players. No, but I give good nicknames generally, like awesome nicknames. But it's the quality of the nicknames. Give me a name. Yeah, I'll be calling you like Lefty. No, I mean, sorry. <laughs> why? Um, I, I don't know. I'm why? right-handed. Yeah, okay. that's why. It's, it's, uh, um, it's a cool Spencer name. Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwids. That was a real hard one. I'm no, so I've sorry. actually got one that's with me for Spencer. Oh, no, I'm Joel not What about Wids? The process. Um, the greatest nickname ever. Yeah, the process. That's it's a, not a great nickname. It is. It's, it's good. Trust the process. Thank you. It's not good. Um, it's also it's already falling away. It's not a good nickname. Um, I'm just it's my opinion. No, but it wasn't his fault. They tanked for. Yeah, him. he like owned that. He like flipped that shit. Yeah, he came in because they tanked. Yeah, and then he what, is okay, the okay, okay. What if Trust he's him. what if he's injured now and he's, his career's over? And then they're like, well, what? A, he's still the pro. It's going to haunt him. Like it's just not positive. It's not. Yeah, just it, it's remnants of a, a problem, a loophole in the NBA. Anyway, okay, give us one. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Terence Ross. Well, you're just naming one that's very, <laughs> very famous. He's not famous. The Human Torch or T Flight Thirty One. Okay, um, uh, Anthony Davis. Ad, you're, again, you're saying people. Or, yeah, the Brow or Ad. Yeah. Okay, 
Uh, you ask him to give him a second. Oh, sorry. We're done at pool now. Well, I, 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 I said come... Spencer Dinwiddie and it effed you up. Okay. So I'm trying no, to get some softballs to get a bit of momentum. I said Woods. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook, hook you up with some good ones. Uh, Alex Crusoe. <laughs> sorry. I think he needs something to do with Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, no. Nice. What about the island? Or is that uh, Dion Waiters? Yeah. Alfred Payton. Um, that's a good... He used to be EP for the... David Booker. Book. Not you. Oh, sorry, so I can't help. He's, it's, again, that's all he's already got a nickname. Okay, well, I'm, mate, you're, you're either saying it's a... You're, everyone I'm saying you're saying is a bad one. Some of them are too mainstream and some are too obscure. Um, okay, I've obscure. got a good one for you. This one's... Okay. This has got heat. This has got... You know, I'm just sitting out. This is a rough softball for you, okay? Okay. Kevin Huerta. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it's pronounced? It is. Um, Maybe pronounced that way. Bring the hurt. Yeah, the yeah, hurter. That's what I was going to say the hurter. The hurt is great. What, yeah. I got one good one for the you. Hurt. I got one yeah. you can't stuff this up and you're not allowed to say okay, it. It's so right. tempting. I'm zipping it. Jamal, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Uh, Jamal. Sorry, mate. Jamal Murray. Murray. Uh, the manager. <laughs> Fly <laughs> yeah. the Concords. Yeah, okay. You almost brought it back. Loved it. Murray. And, no, but he looks like he's got that terrible goatee. Anyway. Um, that is an amazing talent. Hey, next week we can have a competition or something because um, we've got a lot of off-season time to kill. Um, and just at, speaking of off-season, I just wanted, before we go, I just wanted to briefly mention, if people don't know, because it's such a great story that I'm enjoying. It's in a different sport, but Ronaldinho, in my mind, the most exciting soccer player ever. I think Messi is the greatest ever, but Ronaldinho was something else. He yeah. was magic, right? Agree. He's in jail. The Brazilian superstar... Famous for his time at Barcelona. Can I say AC Milan? I'm excited for the story. Very excited to see how it links links him with basketball. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Ronaldinho is in jail. Is that not crazy to people? He went to Paraguay on a fake passport. You don't need if you're Brazilian. You don't need a passport to go to Paraguay. They've got open borders, and he still got done for a fake passport. Now he's in jail. Okay. Why did he have a fake passport? Do you reckon he was... Um, the businessman that he was doing business with in Paraguay gave it to him. There's, there's, there's rumours that he's trying to flee Brazil and he's going through Paraguay on a fake passport. He's one of the most famous people in South America. You can't have a fake pa- passport when your face, everyone knows who you are because he's famous for being so ugly and having... One of the most... Hair. I'd say one of the most visually... Obvious. Obvious people. So he's in jail now. You'd yeah. never see him and be and like... I imagine, I imagine that... he's wearing his, his old Barcelona jersey all the time as well. <laughs> yeah. He's not. He's wearing a white wife beater. I'm sorry if it's an offensive name to use for that piece of clothing, but you, you immediately know what I'm talking about. He's skinny as heck. Imagine being... An, Is he actually like, skinny? I assume he'd be yeah, ballooning. No, nah, no, you're thinking get... of Ronaldo. No, 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 no but, no, but you just assume most of them... Well, he's uh, in jail, so he's not eating much at the moment. I thought it was a joke. He's... The, the story that came out, and you're like, who can trust like South American soccer reporters... Um, because they're real dodgy. One of the most trustworthy journalists there are. No, they'd be worse than American basketball reporters who are pretty shoddy, right? Soccer reporters in general just Could be so a great bad. Dan Brown book yeah. in the works. Anyway, yeah. they released a story that he's playing in the soccer prison league, but he's not allowed <laughs> to score goals, right? And I was like, there's no way this is a true story. There's photographic evidence of him playing prison football. Imagine showing up to prison football, and you're ready to go for your six aside, and the other team has Ronaldinho. Only a couple of years late. He's not that far off re- re- um, uh, uh, re- retiring. Uh, retiring. Okay, his team won the game eleven-two. He scored six goals and got five assists. I thought he wasn't allowed to score. Apparently, they're not in league play yet, right. so he can't. He Friendlies. can't score. 
Um, someone should televise that, right? Set up a GoPro. You, would you not pay money to see Ronaldinho play prison soccer? Yeah. That is a great product. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? But my favourite um, my favorite comment was on um, reddit.com. I didn't write this story, unfortunately, JT. I copy-pasted it. it. Yeah. Um, someone wrote um, uh, a story. Prisoners versus wardens. Prisoners are playing for their fee- freedom. Ronaldinho substituted because he said he's injured, but in reality, the warden wants to pin him for the caretaker's murder if he continues to play. Only later, in the bench, he realises that the prison soccer teammates are the, the friends he never had, and he wants them to win so badly, he braves his heart to enter the pitch once more. But he forgot, in soccer you can't enter the game after being substituted. The <laughs> warden team wins, and Turley stabs him later. What was that? That was just a story from Reddit about uh, a fan fiction about Ronaldinho playing soccer. Okay. Um, here's a business idea. <laughs> okay, um, so I prison sport. I love when you finish the story and someone just goes... <laughs> What was that? Sorry, well, I missed the One start. of the few times a story is like that is a lot funnier on paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I will say is, um, is prison sports televise it, and how good would it be if it like got really big, and then um, no COVID either. You no can, COVID. You can control yes. that pretty easy. And you'd have the top athletes um, committing crimes. To get into particular in certain areas, <laughs> oh, yeah. to get into prisons to join the team, and then you could have a whole you could have a whole side industry where you could like I I, I could have a business, so you, so you're the athlete, mm. and I could be like, okay, come to me, pay me money, I'll set up a crime which you'll definitely be con- convicted of, but you yeah. don't need to worry, I'll keep it all controlled, and we'll we make sure it. it's the perfect amount of time for the Just season, exactly, and, and then you're it. out, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, so we're not going to murder someone, but we will commit some fraud or D- whatever, grievous bodily or something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great idea, great business, great podcast. Paul, you're falling asleep. I'm not falling asleep, I, but I have got to go. You're just tired. Um, no, I'm not tired. I just... Okay. Well, you seem pretty cranky. <laughs> the night is... <laughs> no, I'm not cranky. Show. I'm happy. <laughs> um, thank you to everyone who listened to the podcast. We love you. Uh, I've been Guy Williams. I don't do that. I've been Jody. And hey, shout out to Marty, Marty Bones on Instagram. Who's Marty Bones? Uh, <laughs> just a real nice commenter that said that The Rocket Man was the best segment. Oh, well, and you, it, never, you let him down by not doing one on this week. Well, because uh, Marty Bones, you're going to get the first Hokey Pokey Cats t-shirt in <laughs> six to nine months when the season <laughs> resumes. <laughs> I'd like to do, what's the opposite of a shout out? A, re, a shout down. No, it's a, sil- a silence. A condemn. Condemn a condem- someone. I'd like to condemn Marty Bones. Oh, wow. That's harsh. Uh, that was really, oh, Marty wow. Bones on a roller coaster? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marty Bones, F him. Yeah, shout out to Marty Bones. <laughs> Mad- magic Mayhem Forever. I'm apathetic Movie about Magic. Uh, the, uh, as the owner of the Magic franchise um, segments, Movie Magic and Magic Mayhem, if you that's the only way to go. Shut up your ass. <laughs> Catch you later. Wait, I didn't say See that. See you, Marty. I said that. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.